it's lunchtime. And welcome back to this happy Wednesday afternoon. I am Josh in full studio. We're all back together again for one more day. Uh, Zach, Matt, Anna, I, we're all here talking to you. Uh, an exciting show today. Uh, a lot of things on, on the docket. Have a guest coming in at 1240. A lot of things to look forward to. You're not going to want to go anywhere. Uh, but for starters, we got to, you know, we got, when, when, when we make a mistake here, uh, on the lunch break show, we we uh, we all call each other out. Uh, we we don't let things just slide by, and something happened last night that was more impactful than the hailstorm itself. It was it was how it was how we reacted. Uh, I, I know, didn't even know there was a hailstorm last night. I looked yeah, at the map either. and it just completely missed me. Yeah. Oh, and I see online there's tons of photos of people sharing, oh, my gosh, look at this. Oh, woke me up at 1.30. I couldn't go back to sleep. It's the size of my uh, baby's head. Yeah, it was huge. Uh, I don't think it, it didn't affect Plano for the first time ever. I've had uh, two new roofs in two years. So I think for the first time, there's a hailstorm that happened in Dallas that did not. Do you feel like you're missing out? I mean, I, yeah, it feels weird not getting a brand new roof. Thing. Yeah, it's, it's huge. The size of your palm. Yeah. Uh, everyone like at DFW was like texting about it. Is everyone okay how's the damage uh meanwhile meanwhile at our very own zach lewis's apartment the uh, quiet abode the quiet abode yeah uh we'll take you now the interior of zach's apartment yeah so uh cut cut to uh <laughs> you know uh sleeping and they're on the third floor so they're they're getting the they're getting the heat of it they're closest to the hail yeah they're closest to the hail so they're they're hearing things uh zach i want you to take a moment and and describe to me uh what happened all right. First off, I, I want to thank you for that, uh, so that 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 brilliant cover. While I'm trying to orchestrate all this in here, normally Matt's position does yeah. a great job. I'm not doing so hot. We'll get there. We'll get there. Secondly, solid segue. Um, way to underscore the actual hail damage that happened to people and imply that this is more important than uh, people's <laughs> cars. Uh, and third, yes, uh, the story. So Christine, my beau, uh, who I'm a big fan of, if you didn't know. Uh, she, <laughs> she's not a fan of averse weather, which is okay. There's a lot of things to not be fan of, fans of. Some people don't like clowns. Some people don't like Josh. Some people don't wow. like weather. Wow. Wow. And I, I think <laughs> it'd be great if I was switching in here to let actually see what you guys are doing. Uh, so Christine's not a fan of averse weather and being springtime in Texas, sometimes we get tornadoes. And I'm sure you're more familiar now than you ever were before. Indeed. Yes. yes. Yeah. Are there yes. tornadoes I, in Portugal? They actually started happening now because of oh boy, you know, that? crazy weather changes, yeah. and um, it's not a common thing. I only heard about it when I moved here and uh, seeing it on the news. But because I mo I moved probably like you in the middle of Dallas, it's we're kind of safer. But please. Yeah, they don't hit in the middle of Dallas all that often. Yeah. <laughs> No. We're we're good. We're good. We're safe. But uh, Zach. Yeah. So anyway, go, go, go no no Please. no. Go ahead. Uh, I know. I'm dragging this out. Yeah, I yeah. Zach Zach <laughs> is gonna try to paint himself in the best light possible. So I I'll I'll take over. A lot of hedging. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me let me let me finish my story. All right. I'll get to the goods. Right. So Christine's not a fan of bad weather. And last night it hailed out in Valley View where I'm at. And the hail is, is coming down, I mean, it was golf ball size to like two inches in diameter. So pretty, pretty good size hail, I think. And uh, Christine wakes me up. It sounds like the heavens are raining down on the apartment. We're on the third floor. This stuff is hitting the roof. You hear it dinging off cars outside. So this wasn't waking you up, like the sound of no. literal baseballs striking the top of your I, apartment. I, no, I, I, I'm a pretty heavy sleeper. We talked about this before. Josh is the same way. Yeah, like, man, I'll. 
I'll sleep through anything. It, yeah. it does not matter to me. And she wakes me up and is like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Do you hear what's happening right now? And I kind of sit up like, yeah, this this is a good one. Real, real rager out there. Sure. And she's like, okay, listen, I'm going to go. Uh, and, and again, it's like 145 in the morning. Wasn't exactly wide awake. So excuse me for, for butchering this. But she's like, listen, I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go call my mom and like just hang out in the closet for a little while and like just kind of hunker down and like do my thing. And I was like, okay, well, here, uh, you know, do you want me to get up? She goes, no, you go Did ahead you sleep. offer? It's Did fine. you, in fact, offer to go and and comfort her <laughs> in the closet? Are you painting it better than it actually happened? Or did you just like... <laughs> or did she like, give you an out and you took it? I don't remember. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Clearly, I was invested in this. So, no, so I, 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 I said, you know, hey, um, you want me to get up? And she said, no, uh, go ahead, keep sleeping. And I was like, great, see you tomorrow. My, my son, you have so much to learn. 45 <laughs> minutes this hail rail, rail, rained on the apartment. I was awake for maybe a minute of it, tops, fully. fully. Slept like a baby. I feel great. Got a good night's rest. Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, she's cowering in the closet. Yes. Yeah. Christine was up half the night. Couldn't sleep. Uh, Christine did comment and say, no, he didn't. He did not offer uh, to go in. <laughs> she, she said you're fine and she's not mad at you. Right. Uh, but but, she did but not. let's get the story straight yeah. while we're doing uh, it. I just want to say, uh, yes, the physical damage of what the hail did in the DFW is, is horrible. Uh, <laughs> sure. The emotional damage that right. you may have done uh, is, is much worse. Uh, you can't pull those dents out. Any yeah, <laughs> any time your 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 significant other, and at this point in time, I don't want to say girlfriend because she's so much more than that to you. Mm-hmm. Your significant other says says I am going uh, to go call my mom and and be in the closet. That is never a good thing for for you. Nothing good comes out of that for you. Right. Ever. You're... Ever. <laughs> Ever, 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 ever. So you're making a lot of sense, right? So, now. <laughs> so what you should have done? I'm like, no, uh, there's no need to wake your mom up. Who I'm going to guess does not live in Dallas Fort Worth. Uh, not anymore. Yeah, used to. Uh, I, I will accompany you in the closet, and we'll have some hot cocoa, and we'll ride this thing out together, arm in arm, hand in hand, just like we have been for the last uh, seven, eight, nine, ten uh-huh. years, uh, together forever, doing this process. That is the response you should have had instead of the okay, cool. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Look, gentlemen, you have to understand. Where I'm coming from here. Sure. When you wake up at 1.45 in the morning, I don't want to say I can't be responsible for my actions, but like, <laughs> no, come on. Like you wake up in the middle of an REM cycle. You don't know what's going on. Yeah. Like you're, you're, you're stunned and you can't keep up with what's happening. I haven't fully woken up yet. I, 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 I was, I was disabled. I, I, I didn't, sure. I didn't have uh, my, my wits about me, I guess. Ty- so. Tired Zach is writing checks that. That awake Zach is now going to have to cat cash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you this: there has been several times, just like you, I'm a heavy sleeper. Storms come rolling in, rolling out. Dogs freak out, babies cry. I'm out of it. Unless my wife nudges me to wake me up, I'm. There's a 99.9% chance I'm not waking up on my own. Right. When it's 2 a.m., 3 a.m., when, when you're in the heat of sleep. Mm-hmm. Oh, is this the response? <laughs> 
<laughs> just the response yeah. we have in here. Yeah. The so this is what was posted on Instagram. It, it, it <laughs> could could have been shout out to Zach. But no, uh, Zach. Zach was quietly getting those very important hour and a half of sleep that 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 uh, you know just cowering in the control yeah. room. Uh, look, yeah. we had a busy day today. I understand. Yeah, yeah. We had a yeah. Very busy so day. Here, here's the response. I woke up and, and saw Christine had posted something on her Facebook story, which was a cross post from Instagram. So this went to two different social media sites. Here it is. Shout out to my mom for answering the phone at 1:45 a.m. when I called, having a small panic attack about severe weather. I slept great. Well, <laughs> Zach, the important thing is that she was still there when you woke up. And that's the most important thing. That's the takeaway here. We it's a, a lesson learned. <laughs> I, I love how Megan jumps on the conversation as well, which, by the way, is Matt's significant other. Uh -huh. and, and says, I don't know if Matt would stay up with me. He definitely would stay up with the dogs. Yeah, we have we have one dog in particular who, uh, I mean, she could hear thunder 10 miles away and she's under <laughs> wow. the bed. So yeah, I'll I'll hold her, and yeah. I know that's probably not what you're supposed to do when you have a dog because it it trains them for yeah. poor behavior. But I can't help right. it, and she's she looks so miserable when she's cowering and her ears are down and hiding underneath the bed. So uh, well, but, but dogs can have heart attacks from from th because of the thunder. Sure, yeah. So, so I I would hold all the dogs. Yeah. I do not judge you at all. I'll be the same one. Yeah. So I I I have done that on on a few occasions. I I will say this. You're your spouses and girlfriends and, and significant others are all would handle this much better than mine did. Because there's a similar situation, not quite, maybe a little bit worse. Uh -huh. uh, when my wife, we our baby was maybe three months, four months tops. Uh, I was again sound asleep, uh, laying there in bed, and uh, I heard the dogs barking. This was like eh, 3 a.m., and she's in the living room feeding the baby in, in there. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm in the bedroom asleep. Dogs bark. Not uncommon. It is weird to hear them bark at like 3 a.m., but it could have been a car alarm or something. I don't know. Um, and so I just yell, be quiet, be quiet, and I fall right back to sleep. Right. Uh, 15 minutes later, my wife runs into the room uh, yelling at me uh, because there was someone at the door at 2 a.m., and the dogs were barking and shit because the guy knocked on the door. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. At 2 a.m. And my wife is in the living room right there, you know, feeding our child. Are there feeling, windows like someone at the door you could, could see? You could kind of see room. him. But it's like that, like, b broken, like, foggy. Yeah, like frosted. Oh, you frosted, okay. but you can still see through it. But you have to kind of, like, look around to get the best image. Either way. Uh, man, she was, and, and rightfully so. Upset with me for just being like quiet, quiet, <laughs> and then rolling back over to fall, fall asleep. Oh yeah, uh, I totally dropped the ball on that one. Yeah, that was totally my fault. We ended up nice. calling nine one one. Oh they, wow! Well, because he knocked like three times. Yeah, and so and you always read about reports about guys that knock on the front door and then they'll come around the back door if the, if no one answers the front door. So uh, what cops, happened? Uh, the cop thinks that it was someone that had the wrong house. Um, oh, okay. So yeah, it may have been the, the wrong house. He goes, it's very uncommon at 3 a.m. for someone to knock on the door. Right, that's not the um, best uh, home invasion that, that angle works, at 3 a.m. Yeah, that works at 3 p.m. or 2 p.m., but not really at night. At night, they just try to like sneak in. Yeah, um, or so. kick the door down. Could just like, scream from the inside, what do you want? I mean, I, I think she didn't want to let anyone know that she was in there. I don't, I don't know. It was a whole lot of stuff going on either way. Yeah. Uh, okay. My response was not the best. <laughs> Uh, of of the times that I've been tapped to jump in and to take over as the fearless protector, mm -hmm. uh, I've done that nine times out of uh, out of ten. 
This was that tenth time when I uh, <laughs> totally, totally slept through it. So. I think it's important to note, as a footnote to this, that Christine knows me so well that she knows that I could sleep through it and that she can't, and she would rather I get good sleep for a long day at work where I have to deal with you chuckleheads <laughs> <laughs> than have to, uh, you know, have to have to get up and stay up late. I think if she could sleep in, she could. Fair enough. Or she fair would. Enough. And, um, yeah. She's, um, she's a pretty rad gal. She I guess. does. She yeah. does sound like she's a pretty rad gal. Because yeah. again, I, I don't think I, I would have gotten the same the same leisurely. It's okay. Go back to bed. Yeah, it would have been right. like if if I'm gonna be up, you're gonna be yeah, up with me. We're all up together. <laughs> we're all in this together. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we have another exciting story. Oh, sorry. Ooh, hold on. Another exciting story uh, out of the news headlines where a teacher gives a class clown award uh, and it backfires. That and more on the lunch break show coming up next. you probably notice is that a good thing or or not a good thing inflation I'm sorry the question again Dave is is inflation in our world a good thing or not a good thing it depends upon what the topic generally. is what are we talking about generally inflation if you yeah. have an inflatable boat yeah, that's if you, a good if you thing. heard the way you right but uh, generally, when you hear the word inflation, not economically, something good come to mind? For yeah. me, yeah. Yeah. Well, let me tell you that you're right about, if you say good, you're right, because this is the world of inflatables. Give yourselves a nice round of applause, everybody. These are just the volunteers coming out here today. This is um, the weirdest thing and Eddie, ever. <laughs> Uh, it, it only it only gets worse from 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 there. Oh my Let me just say that's a bit. If you're if you're that reporter, that's a bit you work out with your anchor <laughs> yes. ahead of time. You don't just throw that on them and be like, oh, he's gonna he's gonna catch this pitch. Because that's the deal is that that was one of those cuts that he thought I don't need to talk to this guy. He's doing an inflatable story. Yeah, like, <laughs> he does not need to pitch back to me. Yeah. Talking about segues that oh, did not ma'am. work smoothly. Uh, that was phenomenal. So uh, another story of a of, of a possible good deed that backfired horribly. This just takes place at a Lafayette. I think our talkback hikes are still on. Uh, Is up? it? Huh? I'm going to be honest. Uh, I never turned them on. I don't know how that happened. Right. A minute. 
Am, am I just going crazy? Uh, yeah, I don't know what's causing okay, that well, cool. yeah. bit of uh, uh, feedback. Just, just power through it. There you go. There's yeah. a school out of Lafayette that had a, uh, you know how at the end of the year they have the award assembly that go out. Like, you know, hey, uh, you know, most popular, most likely to succeed. Well, this kid won a class clown award. Wow. Uh, and the grandmother and the great aunt were not happy about the award. Uh, immediately after, they posted online and they said, uh, I wish in the future. I think this was this, this was meant uh, to publicly humiliate him. In the future, I wish they would say most funny, which is not proper. That's not necessarily what that means. Yeah, either way, uh, most funny or uh, next motivational speaker. And as someone who has been nominated as the class clown, um, I think that's what it's entire to do. Because for me, uh, many of the teachers' feedback to my my parents where if your son spent half the time uh, that he did uh, trying to make his students laugh as he did studying, he would be a honor roll. Uh, but he doesn't focus in school. He just tries to make jokes and cut up in class. Yeah. And that's why he's receiving this award because that's what he did well. Uh, he didn't study well. He didn't practice well. He didn't learn much. Uh, but he did make a lot of kids laugh. And yeah. Th- and distracted them and brought their educational experience <laughs> down as well. So uh, I think, th- so here's my, uh, again, here's my thing. Yeah, so this kid won the class clown and the most talkative yep. award. Which goes hand in hand. Uh, yeah, it, huh. I would think so. Yeah. And, and, and right, they're, they're, they're claiming that it was to shame this uh, young Hayden Albert. Yeah. And grade I, one. I, I don't think, and, and may, maybe it was. And if it was, I think that it's, it's, a, it's a weak attempt to shame someone. But at the end of the day, so again, as you have experiences, your life view changes. Uh, I think two years ago, I'd have been like, ugh, parents need to get over it. My mom and dad all the time had to deal with me being a class clown. Mm-hmm. And they never once was like, the teacher shouldn't label you that. They were like, you should pay more attention in school. Mm-hmm. Like, you should stop talking. Don't sit. And so I, that, at a very early age, I had to sit in the front of the class. If I wasn't sitting front and in front of the teacher's desk, my parents would get mad at me. So I would have like to have to talk to every single teacher. Is it possible for me to sit in the front and right in front of your desk? Otherwise, my, my mom and dad will get mad. <laughs> Is that so they can keep an eye on you? Yeah, because no. I like to sit in the back and like you know do the make do, paper do, airplanes, do the arm yeah, sounds. Sure. Yeah, you know, just you know the normal the normal <laughs> kid stuff. Uh, and so my mom's like, you you're much less likely to do that when you don't have an audience to perform to. So uh, that was for me. It was like it wasn't the school's fault. It was my son's fault for not participating the way that he should. Yeah. Uh, and I like I liked that mentality much more than I like the mentality of, I'm going to blame the teacher for calling my son a class clown. Because she didn't say he was uh, stupid. It didn't say, uh, it wasn't necessarily a derogatory term, uh, but it does it does signify what you you did that year. Yeah, and I, and again, I, this is sort of an incomplete picture because I don't know what it was like when they handed out these awards. I mean, were all these awards a little tongue in cheek? You know, was was there a teacher's sure. pet award? Was there, um, you know, like whatever? Uh, however, I, I can't think of other the awards. Dog right ate now. my homework award. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, always late to class award or, or whatever. But uh, yeah, it's were these handed out in a fun way? Oh, look, it's the class clown. Everybody loves Hayden. Uh, he's so funny. You know, it, was it that way or was it? Well, you sure didn't apply yourself this year, young man, and uh, here's your class clown award, and this is the best you can hope for. So I think a lot of it comes down to how was that presented to him, sure. and how did he take it? I, 
I think I think also if you're looking at it, let's just pretend that she was doing it as a teachable moment. I think it's it's a dumb approach because for me, I never took that as a teachable. I thought that's like a badge of honor, and it only encouraged me to do more bad behavior. Yeah, because now I have a rep to to live up to. Now you got right. a certificate. Yeah, yeah, I gotta I gotta own it now. Every day I go out and I gotta <laughs> earn this earn this badge that I was given as being in the class clown. So I gotta up my game because the other kids who were kind of funny and borderline disruptive they're coming what if they beat you next year yeah they're yeah. coming to take the crown <laughs> uh and so for me it backfired is there <laughs> yeah but is, is there anything wrong with that like i think if kids want anything it's it's to feel like they matter and like feeling right. being put on some kind of pedestal feeling like you are the best at something you do is important that's why we have sports right so kids can learn that and if you're not good at basketball, and if you can't sing and you can't dance, but you can make people laugh, and you get an award for that, isn't that a good thing? Isn't that a positive experience for a kid? I don't see that as a particularly the, negative thing. The only thing that's bad about it is if they have, like, the most improved student, the best speller, the most, you know, again, it goes into the context of what the awards yeah. were. If it was, like, great, 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 honorable, you know, smart, 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 and then class clown. Here's the dumb well, A award. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> that, that paints a different picture. And so, again, I don't think publicly shaming has ever worked uh, on anyone with a positive outcome. I think instead... You have one of two choices because I think a lot of times what these schools try to do is everybody gets an award. Everyone gets a paper. Everyone gets something because you don't want to leave when you didn't. This kid got two. Yeah, this kid got two. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But at the end of the day, so you can have two things. Either one, we're only going to uh, highlight the students who did well. And so if you're in the top, again, this sounds so dumb, the top 10% of your first grade class uh, or whatever it is, then, you know, if you colored, I'm not sure what they do in the first grade anymore, but if you, if you, you know, spelled all your spelling words correctly and you did the, the math correctly, all those different kinds of things, then you get honored for that. And if you didn't, you don't. So you have that possible possibility, but I have a feeling that grandma and great aunt uh, would not have liked that either. Because he deserves something. Can I, can, can I, can I hit you with a hot take? Please. You know, yeah, the, no. you know who the real victim is here? The teacher. Oh, really? <laughs> I almost said, oh, like yeah, totally. They're like, what? Why? Why is she <laughs> right? Yeah. Why is the teacher the victim? Here's why. Um, because teachers, like, if if you haven't. If you don't know, teachers don't make a lot of money. They don't, right? Teachers often have to buy their own pa- papers and pencils and, and scantrons for, for teachers in higher education. But for first grade, like Mrs. What was her name? Miss? Could have been a mister for all I know. It wasn't. A, it was definitely a piss. I can't remember. I don't know her name. I think it started with a B. I saw it on the, on the <laughs> certificate earlier. Buyers, I'm going to go with. Uh, you know, she's got to put all this stuff together. The school isn't like, hey, here's your awards that we put together for you. Dish them out accordingly. She had to go to the trouble to make this stuff. She had to take the time to print out two different awards for this kid. I don't, I don't have the image up. I actually just cut the lunch break. Logo. I think it was Jennifer <laughs> or something. Uh, she had to take the time to like make this stuff yeah. and put it together. And like for for the one kid who has given her, without a doubt, as class clown, the most grief out of the whole year. She, she takes the time to go, you know what, this kid gets two things and a freaking clown nose, because why not? She goes to the store, she picks that stuff up, she didn't have to do that. She's practically making minimum wage. And yeah. then when she puts this all together to say, hey, listen, you were a lot of trouble, but like I want you to know in a way it meant something. And I appreciate I want you to remember you. this. Yeah, yeah, with this cool thing that you did. Uh, what, the, the grandma and aunt jumped down her throat because suddenly she's the bad guy and she's shaming them? 
What is that? Like, I really? Guess, How is she? I guess she? people see it differently, and they were just like, tra- like my kid could not be, be right. traumatized. But I got to say something. I just think that nowadays you get an award for anything. Mm-hmm. And then you get to, like, work life and everything and you just gotta work so hard for everything and sometimes you work really hard for a very long time and you don't see any fruits of your hard work so you know why bother giving words to kids yeah just don't do it at all and the thing is is that they're they're going to that that portion will never stop the Mm -hmm. the the two issues i have is you know I'm looking at more at the teacher and I can't find her name, uh, but I'm looking more at the teacher and the classroom pictures. And it's not like she singled any kid out. First off, this kid Hayden was dressed to the nine. See that nice button-down green yeah. shirt and a no. black vest? No, that kid, I didn't see that. he looks sharp. Uh, so first he came prepared on award day. I think what really happened is that these the grandma and the aunt had no idea how Hayden behaved Monday. Right, Maybe, you know, and, yeah. and the, and the from, sharp dressed outfit will will hinder my uh, parenting yeah. point, which I'm about to make. Uh, but go from, ahead. from day one until the next to the last day of school, they had no idea what Hayden was doing. Right, he, and, what he was up to. Yeah, and yeah. it came award day, and they went and they polished him up, they shined him up, and he was on his best behavior, walking in like he was the 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 sweetest kid in the world. Yeah, and that's when the mom and the grandma and the aunt realized. Oh, okay. Hayden's Hayden's the class clown because he again the other kids are wearing normal school school clothes. Hayden's Hayden's wearing the black. I'm sorry, the black vest, the green slacks. Again, he's uh-huh. in Sunday best. Yep. And wow. so I think that was a rude awakening. And when you get a rude awakening, uh, your first reaction is to become defensive. Mm-hmm. I think that's what happened with Grandma and the Great Aunt is they became defensive. What I don't like about their post on Facebook, it'd be one thing to be like, I would I would appreciate in the future if we changed it to be like funny. Or whatever, because a clown is something that, that I don't want my son to associate himself with. Which I think that that's a fair point to make. Yeah. I don't want him, him to be a clown. Funny is one thing that you can say, hey, my son's funny. No one wants to be called a clown. Right. Uh, unless you're actually a clown. Um, but outside of that, they put on their Facebook page, hashtag justice for Hayden. Oh, God. And the epic eye roll God. that I did when I saw that. Because uh, now you're becoming like you're blaming you're blaming society for what yeah. happened to this yeah. kid. As, as a fellow class clown, it is entirely my fault. It is in no one else's fault that I was disruptive, that I was rude. I, and I, there were a handful of teachers. I wish I could go. They're probably dead now. I wish I could go and apologize to them face-to-face for just the, the agony. Because those are the ones that I could tell I got under the, their skin, and I loved it. <laughs> Made it that much oh. better. Oh, yeah. And I would just root around under their skin These and push teachers. every button I could <laughs> to make them fire off and say things that were irrational and didn't make any sense. <laughs> just giving them a reason to smoke. <laughs> oh, yeah, because some 13 Thirteen-year-old punk was just totally yeah. pushing buttons because yeah. I you can't touch you can't touch me. Uh, yeah, no, totally. Yeah. Um, I think that that is a definite thing. I, I don't blame the teacher. I do agree with we should change our vocabulary around calling someone a class clown. I do think saying hey, funny because uh, you can't say goof off. And again, either you have a, a world where everyone gets an award, or you have an award where you only get positive awards. And if you weren't positive, you don't get one. Yeah. Uh, decide which society we want to live on, and let's pick a lane. I think using uh, grandma and great aunt is telling here. Clearly, they're old school, right? Yeah. Clearly, they uh, yeah, they have some I'm old shocked. ways of thinking. 
I would, yeah. I would be the one thinking, oh, maybe they, they are the ones that are like, he deserved it. Yeah. You know, he was, I would think. Well, what's what's surprising here is class no. clown is an old term. That's not like a new thing. The kids, you yeah, know, that's but not. But it's negative. No is one goes. Yeah, no one goes. Oh, that guy's a class clown. Oh, I wanna, I wanna shake his hand. Right. No one, no one, no one thinks. That. I think right. now, like it's, it's like it becomes funny because of movies and things. But the class clown back in their day had to wear the dunce the cap dunce, and, sit, yeah. and sit in the corner. Yeah. Right. And yeah, so wall, it's yeah. a different, it's a different ideology. I just think that you know, for them, they were shocked and surprised that their angel uh, yeah. turned out not to be the angel that they thought they thought he was. Right. And they lash out at that. At the school, which no. is kind of unfair. And yeah, let's cool it with the justice hashtag. Yeah, please. Come yeah. on. Yeah. That's, that's justice God. for the lunch break. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Start it. Yeah. Uh, Get out there, people. Justice, justice for the lunch break. Yeah. yeah. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we have a story of either the best or the worst obituary I've ever seen. Oh, wow. Lots of fun. Um, Lots of fun. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a good kind. <laughs> um, helping, just helping everybody. Celine, what do you think? I didn't hear the question. I'm sorry. What kind of fun do you think you can find here? Today? All right. kinds. All yeah, kinds of fun. Bouncing. bouncing fun. Yeah, I think so because this is a place where kids and families can come and kind of bounce around. But you need something and I'm gonna have everyone do it like a magic chant uh, all right you guys ready because when we're talking inflatables you need something that's been inflated are you guys ready yeah. Yeah. all right here we go uh, repeat after me abracadabra one two three Now it's time to see. Oh, okay, we're gonna leave you on pins where that goes because oh, again, it only gets worse from there. I don't know. The only excuse for this bit going as long as it have, um, you know, we we've all worked in broadcasting. The only reason is there's a producer in his ear going, "Hey, we've lost feed here. In the <laughs> we studio. got time to kill, brother. Yeah, yeah you got you got to stretch for five minutes on this story because that's the only example. That Either you that, have. or the producer went to the bathroom and got locked out of the <laughs> <Yeah>. control room." <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. So yeah. So the conclusion of that on the next oh break, and it gets better, folks. Yeah, oh, oh, it gets better. Can't yes. wait. I so can't wait. Uh, this is trending. Maybe you've seen it now. Maybe you haven't. But it is by far uh, either again the best or the worst obituary I've ever seen. Uh, do do we have that? Do we have that footage up? I don't know if we have a picture of it. Do we? Oh, the obituary? Yeah. yeah. No, not at all. Oh, no. give, me, give me a couple minutes. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's fine. That. So this this woman, I'm now pulling. Should have thought story. to pull that picture. Yeah, right. yeah. Whatever. I got it. Hold on. All right. On yeah, so you do um, so the story is is this woman passes away, uh, and very um, sad. Yeah, and the family writes a super honest uh, and super short uh, thing for their mom. Uh, now, as you're as you're going through it, you know there's like five paragraphs, and it's pretty short. Uh, and you go, okay, all right, and then whoa, wait, <laughs> and then wow, and that, those, those are the starts to take a turn. <laughs> yeah, it takes it takes a bit of a turn. There and we go. So yeah, this comes out of Minneapolis. <laughs> and go ahead, Matt. You can uh, give that a quick read. read this. Yeah, uh, Kathleen Demlo uh, Shunk in parentheses was born March nineteenth, nineteen thirty. It's cut off for me, but nineteen thirty something. Eight. Uh, 1938, to Joseph and Gertrude Schunk of Vabasso. Uh, she married Dennis Demlo at uh, St. Anne's in Wabasco in 1957, had two children, Gina and Jay. And that's a, okay, good. Yeah, that's, a that's great. Uh, these are all the people that were important in her life. Yeah. Well, we can't I, reala- I realize there's a whole line you're going to have to stumble uh, over. Yeah, oh, hold on. You, you Do you have to, it here? Yeah, there you got it pulled up? Uh, yeah. In 1962, she became pregnant. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> by sure. her husband's brother, Ooh. Lyle Dimlo, <laughs> and moved to California. She abandoned her children, Gina and Jay, who were then raised by her parents and Clements, Mr. and Mrs. Joseph Shunk. She passed away on May 31st, 2018 in Springfield and will now face judgment. <laughs> oh she will God. not be missed by Gina and Jay, and they understand that this world is a better place without her. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, wow. A lifetime of resentment. First off. Man, that is a diss track written in obituary (laughs) form. Yeah. I mean, just, and and her face alone. This sweet old woman who has hurt so many people. (laughs) Clearly not her children. when 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 I read this, my thought was why. Like why? Why are you putting that out there? Why air your dirty laundry yeah, in like the local of, paper? It's like one of those people who, go, who who say I don't care so often that you go, you realize how much you dwell on this if you don't care. Right. So there's no there's no amount of like okay I now have peace because you've done this. Uh-huh. You don't walk away going there. That settles it. Uh, no. Right. It's, mm, do you not though? No. I think you I think you feel good. <laughs> do you not though? I think you feel good about what you did, but I don't think that it helps you heal. Okay. So obviously Jay and Gina, I'm guessing those are their names, right? Yeah. Jay and Gina have some have some pain. I I agree to a point. I, I agree that writing something like this is not going to make you feel better, and that seeing it in your local paper is not going to make you feel like you know what everything that happened to me, I, I, it feels okay now. But seeing the morning news talk about it. <laughs> and seeing it go viral, right? And seeing now the it entire a hashtag that yeah. so is as good as it gets. Knows what a dirt bag your mom was. Right? I don't think they thought <clears throat> this would go viral because it's not quite as it's not juicy enough to be like this will definitely go viral. Yeah, it's subtle. It's a subtle sting. It's still there, uh, especially the, that that last line. Um, 
<laughs> they understand the world is a, a better, better place, place without her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let me tell you something, Gina and Jay. Everything goes viral today. So, yeah, absolutely this was going to go viral. I mean, yeah, in a way, I can't help but think that, I mean, obviously somebody thinks somewhere along the line, what if this got picked up and this became a big thing? Like, that's great. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't think they were planning on this, but if your if your intent here was to slander your, your poor mother Kathleen's name, mission accomplished. Yeah. Well, and they did it in their own in their own newspaper. I think you do that where in Springfield, where she lived, so that those old people read it and go, "Oh wow, I thought she was a nice woman. Yeah, she was a nice old no, lady. No, she is not. That's again that I can see." Make sure everyone knows what a horrible person that she was. If anything, I would pay to have it come out before she actually died. Mm -hmm. That's better uh, <laughs> wow. than this. If you're going for a sting, like, oh, she didn't die? Oops. Yeah. Never mind. But uh, to me, it just seemed like a waste a waste of time, effort, and energy. But we don't really know. I mean, maybe the town where these guys are from, everybody was like, maybe. We don't even know if people knew Kathleen was their mom maybe yeah. they were like no. the children sure. abandoned at you know their grandparents store so they were like we're gonna put you know the right words yeah. and we're gonna bring justice by our own hands but still i don't know gina, maybe that. gina and jay seem like the kinds of people that every time mother's day and father's day rolls around they get really bitter <laughs> like, oh, well, I'm glad you have a mom for Mother's Day. That seems like the kind of people that they are. But I'm like, oh, dear God, here comes Gina I mean, and Jay. You know Nobody talk about Mother's Day or yeah. Father's Day because oh. they couple. Yeah, you might. Yeah. You might Christmas, oh, I'm glad your family had a great yeah. time. My mom ran off with my dad's brother. And his, you know, uh, yeah. My yeah. dad's brother. Yeah. Good Lord. Hey. Classy. If Jerry Springer was around back then, that would, she would have been oh, a classic gosh, case. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Hashtag justice for Gina and Jay. <laughs> One yeah. thing's for sure. Can can we all agree? Uh, Kathleen was a was a free spirit. Yeah. <laughs> Can't hey, she I, she I, loved who she loved. That's yeah. right. And I respect the hustle. Can't yeah. hold her it, down, even if it was at the expense of your own children. Yeah. So. Love love is love. Take a quick break. When we come back, we have Seth Dennison in the studio talking about a medical bill that he received that uh, we think is outrageous. Tell you about that coming up next on the Lunch Break Show. Oh my goodness. 
How's everybody doing? My name is Mr. Wacky. Welcome to the Inflatable Run. Give Mr. Wacky a nice round of applause, everybody. Mr. Wacky, this is uh, this is an honor, first of all. Well, thank you. Uh, we are local San Diegans, so we're proud to be here, everybody, on this wonderful, beautiful Saturday morning. Welcome, San Diego! Yeah, good morning, you guys. This is so much fun here. First of all, it's like a 5K, but not really. It's it's longer than a 5K, right? Well, yes. Each participant has the option to do a one-mile lap as many times as they want. We're out here trying to get families off the couch. We're a family-owned business throwing events for families in San Diego. So we're really excited to be here. We have all kinds of attractions behind us and a course that families can run as many times as they want with inflatables on them. Yeah, this is great, you guys. <laughs> Dear God. Mr. Uh, Wacky. Mr. Wacky is the guy that called his mom. Mom, I made it. I'm going to be on TV today. You think he got the in. class clown award, <laughs> Mr. Wacky? I, I hope so. Otherwise, he is super depressed. <laughs> is uh, there another bit to that, Zach? Uh, not that I've got queued up. Okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. There's a little bit more, but I, so, I don't have it. That so. was a, what, a, a total of like a three or four minute segue <clears throat> yeah. uh, over what, what should have been a 30 second uh, inflatable fun run a story. Horribly failed bit. Yeah, good. God. Courtesy I, of KUSA. I love, I love watching live TV and just the slow car crash <laughs> of a segment. Uh, we have in studio Seth Dennison. Hello there, Seth. Good afternoon, everybody. Is that, is that me playing there? Uh, I, don't know. I, I am hearing sound from somewhere, but I'm really? not sure where it's coming from. It's Interestingly enough, from my nickname, Mr. Wacky. Oh, well. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, is that, <laughs> oh, is, that uh, uh, is your phone up? Oh, that's me. There, there we go. We go. We're nah, we found to it. Track that. And usually it's us. I'm not yeah. a technical guy. So yeah. here I come in with the uh, the this widget stuff. that throws the whole thing So, no so were you a class clown? Is that, that what you were Actually, saying? wasn't. No, no I, I was not the class clown. See, no. nothing about you says class clown to me. Like, no. you know, most likely to succeed. Those things I see, you know, the uh, guy, the captain of the baseball team. Those kind of things I can see happening. Uh, not How much of that was accurate? Uh, the captain of the baseball team was accurate. Okay. Boom. Uh, <laughs> not the most uh, likely to succeed. He calls him like he sees him. Yeah. So we have David, uh, sorry, sorry, we have Seth Dennison, who is the uh, founder, co founder of GDP. Uh, and it's, a, it's weird that you work in the healthcare space. Right. And then I was reading through LinkedIn, like I tend to do it every night, kind of going through and getting caught up on my stories. You read LinkedIn every night? Yeah. Really? It's it's chock full of good information. And you, you say don't? you were the class clown, please. I, sir, I grew up a lot. My <laughs> my wife has helped me become the chiseled man that I am today, not the wreck that she found me in cargo shorts and a baseball hat like yeah. twelve years ago. Sure. Right. Anyway, sorry. LinkedIn. Uh, so yes. yeah, and then I was reading your story mm -hmm. about your 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 youngest child. Mm -hmm. Can you mind going and jumping in and telling that story? Yeah. Please? So earlier this year, uh, you know, we, the flu was going around Dallas Fort Worth pretty heavily and uh, my youngest daughter had contracted the stomach flu uh, you know normal process take her to the pediatrician uh, pediatrician got concerned after a couple of days saying hey listen our dehydration is is at a max level we probably need to get her into children's hospital just you know precautionary just to monitor her and get an IV in her just because she wasn't able to hold any fluids down so you know Anytime it's your kid, sure, right? Uh, you know, it's it's interesting. We do healthcare consulting and s strategic advising, but when it comes to your kid, you become the worst consumer of healthcare <laughs> in demand, right? You're like, yeah. whatever it takes, let's go. Uh, so immediately we, we rushed her to to Children's. They admitted her for observation, and uh, you know, we were in the hospital less than 24 hours. They put a couple of uh, IV bags into her, and she was rocking and ready to go again. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then and then so this happened as well for the similar story. Uh, this happened as well to my mom. She uh, had some pains, uh, had to go in. They wanted to keep her overnight, um, but they didn't give her anything but a couple of Advil, and she stayed in the room overnight and was on observation. So she had, like, the little, like, monitors on. Sure. Um, but as far as, like, actual drugs, it was two Advil uh, and then just observation. Mm-hmm. And just like you were, uh, she was shocked at what the bill came out to be. Yeah, you know, I again because this is what I do, and I review these things all the time. Sure. I kind of expected something what I would consider to be outrageous, something around five or six thousand dollar bill. Uh, the sixteen thousand dollar bill yeah. that came in uh, was a bit absurd. Uh, yeah. and and again, this is something that we're constantly looking at and harping on, and and the shows that we do and the discussions that we have. Uh, but when it hits you just right between the eyes, you know, you're going, well, wait a minute, hold on. Uh, 23 hours, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, less than 23 hours, actually. Um, two intravenous bags, I think, is what they used, and cost a dollar to generate to produce one of yep. those things. Yeah. Uh, not to say that the doctors and nurses that sure. came in aren't great people and did a great job taking care of our daughter. And uh, again, my daughter, my doctor tells me to put her in the hospital again. I'm going to do it again. Yeah. But we we've come to a place where the system is absolutely at a critical tilt. Uh, when less than one day's work without any surgery or major medicine costs sixteen thousand dollars to so, buy. So when you, I assume you looked at the bill or you know whatever the itemized portion of it was. What what was it that was so expensive? Or was there any one thing that you think? Oh gosh, they're just tacking this on. You know, it wasn't. It was it was a mixture of observations and things. And and this is something we're seeing again. I'll put my hat on of not Arabella's daddy, but um, just kind of the strategist in the room. Uh, when we look at these bills, it is absurd of what we are seeing when you do get into the detailed bill, of which most of the time people don't get, right? You have to actually request that oftentimes from the hospital to see what they're charging you for. But one of the things that we always find is interesting is uh, latex gloves, right? So latex gloves, there's three sizes, small, medium, large. Uh, Every day that you're in the hospital, the hospital will charge you for three boxes of latex gloves. Three whole boxes. Three whole boxes. When they may have used a couple when they were... That's right. And the average charge that they're charging we're seeing is about $125 a box. Wow. For something you can buy at Costco for, yeah, yeah, yeah not, not much. Yeah. So again, this is just just plays into it, and the reality is, as we start to look at this, um, you know, the sad saddest part of this is is that because there's insurance and people have insurance and they pay their deductibles and their copays, they don't even think about what's going on behind the scenes. But what translates is their health insurance premiums, mm-hmm. right? So that sixteen thousand dollar bill is getting financed. It's getting financed through my health insurance premiums over time. And while my deductible and out-of-pocket maximum might have only been six or $7,000, by the time we're all said and done here, there will be $16,000 financed somewhere. And Blue Cross isn't going to lose money on me, so it's going to come back uh, <laughs> yeah. through my health insurance premiums for the next 10 to 15 years. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those deals. So my mom had the similar thing when she got her, her bill. Um, I want to say it was around 7000 or 8000 for a night. Uh, and she was like, first off, this is not the Ritz Carlton, uh, <laughs> right. but they were charging her $75 per, uh, per Advil. And they right. weren't like super strength Advil. They were just the regular Biomet CVS Advil. Uh, and they charged $75 per. And so when she asked about that, um, they said, well, this, because of the way that it's done here, a lot of people don't pay their bill. And so they price it the way that they price it. Uh, because they know the return on what they get. You know, if one person pays out of 10, that covers those 10 that didn't pay. Right. Uh, and so is there any truth to that? 
uh, and that like, like the system being so broken that hospitals are char are, are have to pay this exorbitant rate to cover the people who don't pay. I think there's limited truth to that. And the reason I say there's limited truth to that is uh, more than 90% of all Americans have health insurance. So because they have health insurance, the health insurance is going to pick up the largest foot of the bill sure. and just uh, finance that out back to you in premiums, as we discussed earlier. So you know, there's this, this large talk about the uninsured population in the United States and how much that costs hospitals and, mm -hmm. and all of this. It's such a fractional piece of the puzzle. Um, but even at that, I can buy a lot of Advil yeah. <laughs> for 75 bucks. So you wouldn't, it just doesn't transcribe to the numbers that we're seeing of people that yeah. can't pay their bill for them to charge what they do for those that can. Well, and it's weird that people that I know that are even in like healthcare, they're doctors, they're nurses, uh, they were going into the hospital for planned, for planned operations. Uh, they were going in and they were bringing their own, their own like Advil and Tylenol, which the obviously the hospital discourages. Absolutely. Uh, they're like, no, I'm not paying 75 bucks for an Advil. I have my own. I'm, I'm good. Thank you. Uh, and so it's weird like because they were in, they were aware of what the bill came out sure. to be. Whereas most of the time when you're going into the emergency room, like, like, like you said, you don't have a choice. You feel like I have to go here. I am in a state of emergency right. to where I have to go in. So price gouging needs to, not, not sorry, you can call it what it is. I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. So, but it feels it feels a lot like price sure. gouging yeah. to me. Um, you know, and for 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 me, I I hate it, but at the same time, I enjoy it when I see the bill because I, I I always ask for an itemized bill, and because I have insurance, all of a sudden my $800 operation or $800 whatever uh, procedure is is down to like 2,000. Right. Just because I had insurance, they lower the bill significantly, sometimes even by up to half. Yeah, and this, well, this is part of the shell game, though, right? And so um, I'm, I'm overly cynical. Sure. But, uh, you know, when you look at the way the insurance companies operate, again, the, the whole idea and the whole structure of insurance originally back in the early 1900s uh, was when insurance companies started to negotiate these PPO networks. Effectively, if we steer people to you, if we bring people to your hospital or your practice, you're going to discount your services. And that was all good and well for 60, 70 years until the introduction of co-pays and co-insurances. And then we saw private equity money move into medicine, right? So, you know, in 2008, we had the too big to fail around banks. Mm -hmm. Too big to fail now is in healthcare. Yeah, it's the world that we live in now. Hospitals continue to grow, and they're buying up practices and ancillary services. And so, what happens is, as I mentioned earlier, there's so few people that don't have health insurance. Steerage doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. So what happens is, when insurance companies go into negotiations with hospitals, they no longer say, "How? What are you going to discount your services for me for this service?" They're going to say, "Hey, what kind of profit margin do you guys need to make?" We need to show that we're showing some value and discounting some services. So you want to make two grand? Let's start at four. We can tell the public that we're giving a 50% discount off of our services. Yeah. yeah. So I tell people all the time when I, I hear this option, well, Blue Cross has a better discount than United, than Cigna and all of this. And I say, discounts don't matter. Price does. At the end of the day, they can tout the discounts all they want. What are we spending on these services? Because that's what matters. And the more that people become more knowledgeable about that, well, they might bring their own ad bill to the hospital. I, I, <laughs> I'm not going to be so naive as to say, how do we fix this? Because I know that's a bigger question than we have time to get into. It's a longer but, show. Yeah. But uh, for an individual in your in, in your situation where they were in the hospital for less than a day, they it was a, a relatively minor procedure. I mean, you're just putting an IV bag in. So it's really not... Uh, not as complicated as other people's. Um, what is your recourse here? I mean, or is it just you get the bill and you're stuck with it, and, and hopefully your insurance will pick up their portion of it? But otherwise, 
you're paying for whatever your deductible, whatever you have to pay on your deductible, and that's that's the rest of it. Yeah, sadly, uh, the way that the system is structured right now, there's not much recourse once the service has been rendered. There's just not much anybody can do, especially if they use insurance, because un- if you use your insurance, you're contractually bound to the contract that Blue Cross has with that provider, yeah. and that's part of the overall agreement. Uh, in the bigger, grander scheme of things, I think the thing that we can do is just be better consumers as Americans, right? Understand these things going into it, understand how the system works, and that, you know, I, I say this oftentimes, diseases don't have an economic agenda, those that treat diseases do. Mm-hmm. So, and this isn't to shame doctors or hospitals or nurses, we need all of these folks, but we need to be a better consumer as Americans in understanding this. And, and from a government regulatory standpoint, uh, we need to get to a place where we have a higher level of transparency requirement. Healthcare is the only area that I'm aware of in, in the economic structure of the United States where you can have thousands upon even hundreds of thousands of dollars charged to you without you knowing beforehand. Yep. And there's no transparency. There's no yep. way to know before I go in which hospital is going to give me the better deal. And we've got to get to yep. a place where regulatorily we require that. Could you have said after the fact, uh, I, I don't want to claim this on my insurance. Can I pay cash and can we work out a deal? It's tough to do once. you yeah. once it's uh, Toothpaste is out of the tube. It's hard yeah. to kind of put it back in, right? So uh, that's the challenge. Um, and, and so I could have gone in and claimed not to have insurance. But then the challenge that I run there or the, the risk that I run there is maybe the care that I got wasn't going to be as good no. because now they're fearful that maybe I can't pay. That so you're going to skate out on the bill. That's exactly right. So um, that's I always tell people if you have a, a procedure that's non-emergency based that you know, hey, I got time to research this a little bit. Um, research it and say, hey, listen, if I didn't have insurance, what does this cost? Or call back a second time and ask those questions. What's a <laughs> cash pay price? Uh, oftentimes, you'll find it's a better deal. Yeah. Uh, Seth, I thank you so much for coming on. Again, that's Seth Dennison. He is the co-founder of GDP. Uh, Go online, look him up. You're always available to talk and chat. If you have any questions about the healthcare industry and how to save a a puck or two doing that, thank you so much. Coming right back, a breakfast staple, IHOP, is going away. Uh, We'll tell you more about that coming up next. And we are back on the Launch Break Show. I am Josh. Again, you can follow us every day, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday right here from 12 to 1. Uh, we're on YouTube. We're on Twitter. We're on uh, Facebook. 
Uh, all those are live. And then after, after that, you can find the audio-only sections of our shows uh, wherever you get your uh, podcast from, whether that's uh, iTunes, Alexa, Google Play, uh, iHeartRadio app, any of those places, we are there and many, many more. Thank you. Please like, follow, and subscribe. Uh, last to wrap, wrap, wrap up the show, it would not be a lunch break show without some, some food news mm-hmm. uh, and, and a, a breakfast staple. A breakfast staple, IHOP, uh, is going away. And taking its place is the rather oddly named IHOB. IHOB. How do you spell that? I-H-O-B. So IHOP was I-H-O-P for the International House of Pancakes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. And now, and, and this is a rebranding. Is that right, Zach? Yeah, sorry. I was just, why, why, why do I have the inside scoop on IHOB? Yes. Uh... <laughs> But you brought it up to me. <laughs> no, Matt brought it up. I didn't do it. Oh, well, we did? both know that. Oh, fine, I'll take it. Please. Um, no, yes, I, okay, I believe it is a re. I believe they pitch it as a rebranding. They simply say, uh, "We're changing it to IHOB." We'll tell you what the B means on Monday. Right. Which clearly, this is the worst, like the worst idea ever. <laughs> lowercase B. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. roll off the tongue as no. easily. IHOB. I hope. <laughs> I hope. And, it, so, and, and it clearly the B stands for breakfast because that's the only name they serve. That. It, it, it has to. If it doesn't, then they're bigger idiots than, than this is. Uh, like this, it yeah. has to be breakfast. Is it? Name one other thing that, that's a B that it could be that would make sense. Bacon. They're not international. No. That would be awesome. Badass. <laughs> Badass. Like so that. this 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 rebranding <laughs> is on par with as bad as Radio Shack, God rest him, uh, Radio Shack's rebranding of Radio Shack to just the Shack. <laughs> the Shack. To keep those cool millennial kids yeah. coming in. Where do you go to get the hottest technology? <laughs> the shack. A Shack. <laughs> a Shack in the woods. I mean, just a like a bad idea that just got worse and no one stopped it. No one had the audacity to go, this is a horrible idea. Are you are you referring to the shack or IHOB? Uh, both. Both. <laughs> both. IHOP. Because again, IHOP is just known. It's a classic thing. Like You can change what you do, but yeah. you're still the international house of pancakes. Own the market. You know who's licking their lips right now? The Waffle House. Oh, yeah. Going, yes. They'll be like, stumble. Yeah, we're still serving waffles here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Can I offer a, a lukewarm <clears throat> defense of uh, IHOP? Please. please. <laughs> here it is. <laughs> Matt, get ready with the uh, American music. I got it. Oh, I, you got okay, it? Perfect. Okay, hold on. All right, here it is. IHOP is what? Is it a word? No, it's an acronym, all right? It is short for International House of Pancakes, and anybody who's ever passed an IHOP sign, and all of us have, know that. It is short for something bigger, something greater. It's greater than the sum of its parts. And if IHOP is anything, it is a well-known household acronym. And for people out there who know IHOP, they don't think of breakfast well i guess you do you don't think of eggs you don't think of sausage you think of pancakes the international house of pancakes when you take out the p and you swap it with something else what are you doing you're taking the strongest part of your marketing and you're selling it to people out there you're saying no longer will we be ihop but we will be ihob and in a way i respect that so thank you ihop for making me and everybody on the lunch break all of you better people I appreciate it. I'm still stuck on Anna's shot. Nope, that's still there. There it is. is. <laughs> yeah, you, the you, had it, you had it, and then you totally fell at the end. <laughs> I, I <laughs> choked. 
<laughs> I choked bad. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, no, again, I, I think I think America well, agrees with me. This is a horrible. I just idea. can't. I can't understand the reasoning behind it. Is it because you don't want to just be associated with pancakes? Well, you're not just associated with breakfast either. I mean, they serve more stuff than just yeah. breakfast. I, I, I think Matt or or Zach, whichever one of you guys, had the idea before that they got so much coverage out of this that could be it. Like, hey, yeah. we're just not making the news. And when we are making the news, it's because people brought guns uh, into our facility <laughs> with no clothes on. So so that, that's that been a couple of headlines have been some problems at IHOPs in the past. So now we're no longer IHOP. We're IHOB. Yeah. Right. Like, um, Denny's cut, like, a multi-million dollar deal with Disney to get, like, six exclusive limited time menu items for Solo, a Star Wars story. Nobody cares. IHOP rattles off a tweet about IHOB and it's like national news. Like so it's, it's, yeah. it, it gets huge. So for what it's worth, it worked. Uh, it's dumb, it's, and hopefully it's a it's a bit. Well, is it yeah. a is it a health thing? Is it like people they don't want to be associated with with breakfast cakes, so they they then say, well, we're just serving breakfast. We're not just serving pan these pancakes that are yeah. covered in syrup in there. And in that way, it reminds me of Kentucky Fried Chicken when they changed to KFC. Like, you didn't know the F stands for fried, <laughs> idiot. Stands for friends. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. They tried to say country. What was it? Kentucky Fresh Chicken or yeah. Country Fresh oh, Chicken? Yeah, Kitchen Fresh that. Chicken. That's, kitchen what it, fresh. that's what they tried to, to claim yeah. it was. Like, anybody looks at KFC and thinks Kitchen Fresh Chicken. <laughs> it's fried chicken. Yeah. It's pancakes, idiot. At, but at least they stayed true to it. It's like, like before, it was the International House of Pancakes. Yeah. They wanted to say the whole thing. M going from that to IHOP was smart. Wait a minute. Are they international, Anna? Do, do they have international no. houses of the pancakes? Sure. I have never heard about them until I came here. Re no. Until you came to, to, to this to room or to the U.S.? Okay. <laughs> to the U.S. Oh, no, come on, Matt. No. Come on. So. No, I have, I have been driving by and seeing IHOP. I've seen it. That and I'll bet happened. you wondered, what does IHOP stand for? I had no idea. Yep. Uh, I but was... Yeah. In true no. America style, we just say we're international because we're American. And if it's here, it's then like... by God, it better be everywhere else. Right. A-hop doesn't sound as cool. <laughs> yeah. I guess if you put it on movies and the movies are go international, sure. I yeah. guess that's their thought. I, but no. I just, mm. if it, to, to squash your theory of the, of the healthcare thing, no one goes to IHOP who's concerned with health. Yeah. Just period. Or food. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you go, you, go, like you go to IHOP because it's cheap and it's easy and you've been on the road for a while and the next Cracker Barrel isn't for another like 40 miles. Yeah. That's why you go to IHOP. You understand your brand. It's not going to be... Uh it's not going to be people who care that you're the International <laughs> House of Breakfast. It's just you're there. To, uh, like, you're, oh, they're fancy now. Yeah. Right. To piggyback on the health thing, I, I was trying to eat healthier earlier this year. Went great. And uh, I found out very quickly at IHOP, you can't order an omelet like you can at other places because IHOP puts their pancake batter in their omelets. Really? Yep. It's like the secret ingredient. That's how it gets so like light and fluffy. They use a little bit of pancake oh, that's batter. Fascinating. So if you're into that, great. great. But as far as the health is concerned, yeah, it's not. Why not are the you greatest. trying to eat healthy at IHOP? That's, 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 that's <laughs> yeah, the that's main desperate problem. Desperate times, Josh. Desperate times <laughs> no. call for desperate measures. Unless it was the only place in miles and miles. Yeah. yeah. There, nah. 
So with that on, on that bombshell, we're gonna 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 let you go. We'll come back on f- bombshells. Yeah, gonna come back on Friday. Uh, we'll uh, we'll be on pins and needles waiting for the the B release from I, uh, IHOP to see what it is. It's gonna be breakfast. If it's not, I'll I'll pull all my hair out. Uh, <laughs> not really. Uh, the coming up next, uh, we'll have be on Friday. See you guys then. I am Josh, Matt, Zach, and Anna. Thank you guys so much. Have a phenomenal day and enjoy yourself.